0: Welcome to episode 21 of the Making a Mark Wrestling Podcast. This episode, we finally move on to Japanese women's wrestling with the queen of Japanese women's wrestling, Stardom. And the match we watched was Ayo Shirai versus Mayu Watane from their Golden May 2016 event, I think that's what it was called. I think um, so, yeah. Sort of their big end of year, you know, event that's in Currican Hall blah 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 um laura your star rating please
1: i feel bad because i really wanted to like it and i did really like parts but there were a few factors that like if i had been watching this on television for example multiple times i just get being like i would have changed the channel by now i don't want to watch this anymore so i'm gonna give it a two and a half stars because there was some really great standout moments and i liked the personality of the wrestlers but overall there were a few things that just made it really hard for me to watch and i will put an asterisk on this just so everyone knows for today um this will seem unrelated at first but bear with me uh i'm a diehard fan or was of the reality television show survivor it's like the only tv show i watch and last night's episode covered some very serious topics and things happened where it became all about um like assault the the me too movement and women being uh either victimized or abused made uncomfortable and what happens to women when they try and come forward and it made me very upset last night and the whole internet we were kind of freaking out about it so i'm aware today i'm a little extra biased at like all my normal stuff that i end up spouting in this podcast regarding like you know feminism and some of the my critiques on like the women's outfits or the way camera works. I'm trying to not go too hard on that today because I'm aware that I'm coming at it much more riled up and biased because of what I witnessed last night and how I'm still feeling. So bear with me on that. If I'm extra angsty about it than normal, I'm sorry, but I'm going to try not to and try to remember that and not take it out on the wrestling match we just watched
0: okay so before you go into like critiquing this saying it's anti-feminism and stuff like that it's not that bad there's only one there's only
1: one minor thing actually but i'm gonna not talk about it too much because it might be just me being i was gonna say like some
0: minor sort of cultural and historical context for you stardom is fucking huge in japan right they're so big that new japan doesn't have a women's division because it's like if people want women's wrestling go watch stardom instead you know what i mean like it's huge it's all women as you've seen they wrestle like they don't wrestle you know like the women's that they fucking kick the shit out of each other oh my
1: god they did
0: <laughs> and the thing about it is this is how women's wrestling has basically always been in japan like While WWE, right, so in the 90s, there was a promotion called All Japan Women's Wrestling, right? And while, like, the 90s was peak bra and panties matches in the West, right? That was when we had the most bra and panties matches per year. That was when WWE was out looking for literal models to hire as wrestlers because all that mattered was how good the women looked in a bikini, right? That's all that mattered. Meanwhile, in Japan, in the same time period, during the 90s, the women were wrestling like this. Like, they had a woman called Aja Kong, who's, like, not the most attractive person in the world, but is built like a fucking tank and would just kick the shit out of people. And it's, like, such a contrast how while the rest was, like, objectifying women and been, like, oh, they're only useful as sex objects, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Japan just cared how good of a fucking wrestler you were. You know, like, if you could wrestle well and kick the shit out of another human being, you were hired, you know?
1: Yeah, and again, there's only one, it's overall, I think, like, I don't really have any complaints, there's only one, one moment that's gonna come into play. Because the other, the other moments I think, like, I had those feelings were just because I'm aware that it's extra in my brain. There's only one thing I think that if I hadn't have watched the thing I did last night i i wouldn't have cared so i'm only going to talk about one of them i'm gonna avoid the other ones because mm-hmm. i think it's me being overly like reading yeah. things into that aren't actually there just because i'm riled up so
0: yeah like i say i just think if you're about to talk about those side of things i think it's important to give you the sort of like cultural historical Absolutely, context yeah. that japan has already always treated women as wrestlers not sex objects you know what yeah, I yeah mean? of like, course what uh, the women wear is entirely up to them. Like, you know, management has no say in it whatsoever. Like, okay.
1: Then i also say it, but then knowing that, again, I, I feel less strongly about it, I guess. But, like, when they started wrestling and they came out, they had, like, their, their coats on. They had, like, more elaborate outfits for the entrances and then took off and got down to, like, what they're going to wrestle in. And Mayu's outfit was great loved it i was like that's banging because it's still you know is oh, and obviously it's still a sport you're gonna get sweaty so i like revealing revealing a lot of skin and like midriff exposed and stuff doesn't bother me i mean guys wrestle in like underwear sometimes basically in their little like speedos uh but hers like her top was still sexy yet very badass looking it was still relatively covered it was basically like a slightly fancier sports bra with like a cooler collar and neckline and her shorts were like booty shorts but they weren't like you know cheeks sticking out like it was very covered and they looked really cool my use her shorts had you like mean io. they're sorry io i just said that yeah sorry i'm so sorry io her she had cutouts over her hips which was then straps coming up which looked very lingerie her front there was a cutout in between the boobs under the boobs and the back was all straps and then she had straps and it's like I, I looked at her outfit. If I'd seen that on a mannequin, I would expect to see it in, like, a Licenza or Victoria's Secret. And I would buy that for a fancy weekend with my boyfriend. And it was very... Just lots of, like, ties to almost, like, BDSM wear The best bit is,
0: this isn't even Ayo Shirai's most revealing outfit. She has worse than that.
1: It, and it's not even that it's revealing, because, like said, so there's, like, Mayu's was almost as revealing it's the way the like the straps was and the way things were cut that like i specifically see that stuff in when i go lingerie oh, yeah. shopping and as well like, so i was just like i has, don't know she man. has
0: outfits that go more in that direction than this yeah one. but again if
1: she just... chose it herself again yeah. like your, your body's your body wear what you want more power to you but I, I as long as i was just slightly worried i was like is this like a uh, thing that was decided because especially like again It's really sad. But the thing that when people think about wrestling, we think of WWE because there's so many stories about WWE being people being given personas, given aesthetics, given designs and being like, this is who you're going to be when you wrestle and you have no say, particularly as you're starting out. And lots of women and men as well getting told what they're going to wear and how they're going to act. So I guess I don't mind, like, I don't mind now Ayo's outfit as much if that's, like, her choice and that's the aesthetic she wants to go with because it still looked really cool. Although the top also, the the cut of the thing on her boobs looked a bit, I was like, she's like sexy little mermaid because it looks like a seashell bra. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But
0: Yeah, Ayo Shirai has wrestled all over the world. In fact, she's actually now wrestling in NXT, by the way.
1: Oh, really? That's Uh, cool. Yeah,
0: um, and everywhere she's gone, she's worn outfits like that you know what i mean it's just right. that's what she cool. wants to wear like i guess
1: then like but- i said if that's her thing great and yeah. obviously like seeing her next to mayu you can tell it's not like we don't make everyone dress like this because mayu was dressed mayu all she needed was like you know i think it's final fantasy ten two. 2 one of the characters all she needed was like a longer one of those like a quarter or half of a full-length skirt attached to one of her side and she looks like a banging Final Fantasy character with the lapel and the cut on her thing the pattern like the different patches of the different metallic blues her hair she's looking very oh I want to google what that character is she reminds me of I'll figure it out halfway through the episode I might just scream out the name of a Final Fantasy character and that's why Riku? it's whoever Mayu reminded me of was it Riku no, I think her name, it's it's the one with, like, Yuna, Yuna, Riku, and Pain, but I don't remember which of the three she reminds me of. I'm going to um,
0: Google it. I'm pretty sure it's Riku. Um, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, another thing that's important to remember is that this idea of totally controlling creative decisions and telling people what their character is going to be is largely, almost exclusively... A wwe thing
1: like that's why i said it's a bit sad that's what my assumption is but i need to check because i don't know things
0: yeah almost no other promotion in the world sort of does that which once again as we always say it's a shame that wwe is what people (laughs) think of when they think of wrestling because it's a bad representation of wrestling
1: yeah and it totally was yuna you were right i was thinking about by the way like you know the, the long blue like half skirt that she wears on her left hip just throw that on mayu's outfit and she Mayu's like a blue wrestler version of, of yuna and i dig i it. mean i said riku
0: <laughs> but if you want to give me credit anyway I'll oh you said
1: <laughs> well because they're in the same game and I, get, I haven't played that final fantasy game i get the thing i i know which one pain is because pain's the one who looks like the the emo goth of the three but yeah, I can she's never the most distinctive yuna and riku which one was which but it's yuna she reminded me of if you strapped on a skirt anyways that was the one thing that my <laughs> my feminist senses went up and I thought worth mentioning. Yeah. The others, I think, it's just me being overly sensitive because of my headspace. There was, a great, head there was a great
0: quote from an interview recently with uh, Darby Allin, where Darby Allin's a guy who signed with AEW, right, the new promotion. And he is very much not your traditional wrestler. He's absolutely tiny, right? You know, he's minuscule. And... Um, He was asked, like, why did he sign with AEW?" And he said, because all my life, like, I've had people not get me and not get the character I'm trying to portray and stuff like that. And he goes, and you hear all these horror stories of, like, other companies, you know, obviously referencing WWE, telling you this is what your character's going to be, you know, we're going to, like... Like we heard in the Kenny Omega documentary, we're going to strip you down to the very basics and rebuild you from there. You know what I mean? In in the image we want you to portray. Yeah. And he goes, but well, when he, I joined AEW... It's also like
1: Velveteen Dream. Wasn't he Like yeah. kind of given the character and he's like, you want to give me this character? I'm going to rock this character. Yeah, I'm
0: going to fucking roll with it. Like, yeah. um, but he said when he signed with AEW, they didn't say, okay, this is a character I'm going to play. They approached him and went, okay, tell us about your character. Like, what do you want to do? And it's such a, like, much better approach to wrestling to give, you know, um, the people, you know, actual control over their own characters.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for the context. Much appreciated. Like, that now becomes a much more minor, not even a critique anymore, just an opinion now, then. So, cool. But, like, that wasn't one of the things that brought my star rating down. That was just a thing i was wondering about and like is this a thing i should be annoyed with or is it just like it's not my taste that's fine um we'll get into the things as we go through the match i'll mention whenever like the mm-hmm. specific or the greater things overall that made it like go to
0: 2.5 did for a bit where one of them gets dropped kicked on the top of their head have anything to do with it? oh
1: Overall, one of the main things is the brutality of this match in general. Like, the amount of times I, like, grabbed my neck or my head or my boobs and just, like, felt the pain. And I literally have, I have, like, six times in my notes, Stop kicking each other! Please stop the kicking! And I'm just, like, it just, it, like, I wanted to change the channel because it was so like brutal is the only word i'm like i don't want to watch people just get the shit kicked out of them. it's, it's this like it's, every, <laughs> it's
0: like every wrestler in this promotion is just a female version of shibata
1: yeah and so overall i was like again, like i said that level of great because again wrestling when there's moves and submissions and force of and even like the off the top rope things look brutal but there's also like, skill and athleticism behind it that I in a million years could not possess, I could get angry and go into rage and just kick the shit out of someone. So there was just so much of just the basic, like, kicking and forearms and which I think when they're scattered in to a match look great. And I want them to look good, you know. You want them to look like there's some force behind it. Otherwise, it looks like girls having, like, a comedic meme, like, slap fight. Like, you know. But there was just so much of it. There was so much, particularly kicking, so many kicks and like to necks, to heads, to faces from the air, kicking people out of the ring, and I just oh it like it would make me want to change a channel if it was on television. I didn't want to. You know to watch how
0: it. you know how people always say? Like there's this sort of cliche thing that people say that is women have a greater pain tolerance than men. We you can to. fucking tell Childbirth. when watching Stardom <laughs> You can fucking tell.
1: <laughs> yeah, because again, we, we need it to survive things like childbirth and yeah. menstrual cramps. But... And
0: wrestling in stardom.
1: <laughs> and wrestling in stardom. If you want to make it, you better you better get on that. Because God, like I I have residual phantom pains right now from watching that. And like I'm sitting here in a chair.
0: <laughs> like, Literally up until it was now, so the most brutal wrestling we'd watched was Shibata, Shibata Okada. Okada. Yeah. yeah, and this was just like that plus 10 you know <laughs> like
1: so yeah that was that was one of the main things i brought it down because it just kept coming up and then the other thing i have very mixed feelings about the end uh, of the match and i still don't know whether i'm pleased with it or not uh, not in a good way like obviously it's, it's good when things make you critically think or question things or you you don't just have a oh well that was like good or bad and then never think about it ever again but i don't know i'm too confused to be happy about it and then also the camera work left a lot to be desired sometimes it was great but sometimes it was just weird mostly the beginning during the wrestling it wasn't too bad uh, there's only a few moments when you wrestling, but the beginning and the end, like the outro, and the then I'm like, what is happening? Are you and lying the camera's on the ground? Like f- <laughs> yeah, it's like on <laughs> the
0: floor, looking up at the ring. Like it's so fuck?
1: weird. I was like, what are you doing?
0: And it was and best way. It was tilted like on its side, like yeah. at an angle. Like
1: so. Yeah, those are my three main things that brought the star. I'd say I say it lost like a whole star, maybe a star and a half for the the brutality, just making me not want to watch. It's like I I want to look away. Uh, I lost somewhere between half a star and a star for the the ending and i don't know if i like it and then it lost like half a star for the weird camera work at times basically
0: so there's something i wanted to bring up because obviously as we go through the match notes we'll discuss most of things that happened in and like before the match and after the match and stuff oh, like that
1: sorry there's one more thing that bugged me and i realized uh before we started recording i asked hanzo to specify some of the different moves for me because i felt like i was so proud of myself i thought i was like oh she did a kreutz wrath i know what that is and then hanzo messaged me being like oh she did a thing and i was like i got it right but i thought they kept doing that they kept spamming because i have so many notes about again with this bridge bridgey move that's what i called it you know you do the because the one person's in a bridge like back arched on their toes while they holding the other to the mat. And I was like, they keep spamming this move. I was like, if you did a take a shot every time they do that, you would have gone to the hospital with alcohol poisoning by the end. It would, And it, that also bugged me. I felt like, given, I realize now that the way they got into that move varied, and that is where... It wasn't the same move. It became like a Kreuzrath to a German suplex to a but dragon that's suplex. But something
0: you wouldn't notice as a no, viewer. No, to me, you it just kept looking like the, the same moves. thing
1: because I'm not yeah. advanced enough to notice those details. And it also annoyed me that I felt like... Also because I know you love that move and I thought it was the Kreutzrath and you, you hype it up. So I'm like, how do people keep kicking out of this? This is such a big deal. Shouldn't this be like an... Uh, a, a close to endgame. And again, I, I'm not saying, you know, the whole, we had that whole talk about finishers. I'm not saying that they did it, so you should be done now. But maybe like two or three times, sure. They did it like eight times. It's like a Sad, variant sadly, of that. Move.
0: Sadly, much to my disappointment, there was only one Kreutz in this match. I would have loved more, but alas. <laughs> um, so, like, I have no idea why there isn't a wrestler who uses the Kreutz as a finisher. It's such a cool looking move. Like, why? See, if I was can, a wrestler, I would totally use that as my finisher.
1: This is where I, I told Hanzo, also, I was like, I'm going to say something that's going to make you real sad. I don't understand why. I don't think it looks that cool. It doesn't look fancy. And to me, again, this this shows my ignorance, I'm, a, I'm sure, but... It doesn't look that hard to kick out because if you're on your tippy toes how are you very grounded? How are you in a really strong place of balance so that you can resist them trying to kick out or wiggle out or lift their shoulder? Like to me it looks it as someone knows, it looks real weak. I don't understand why it's oh, yeah. such a lot of oh, yeah. move.
0: It look in fairness to Kreutz is more like it's less about the sort of bridging pin, it's more about the, you know, have them on your shoulders, throw them off and catch them into a German suplex. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to bridge for a coach Raft, that's just, you know, extra.
1: It's specifically the, all the bridging, So I realized there were multiple mm-hmm. moves that they did that end yeah, in that. Bridge, but, I'm like, bridges, why? I don't understand. Bridges
0: are one of those things that looks cool. Like, it looks really cool. Like, the, the like athleticism needed to land a move into a bridge like that is pretty impressive. But, when you actually start to think about, would that actually be beneficial? Not Really. Like, all. Oh. Okay, so that's like
1: not just me. Because like you say, it, it'd me. be, you
0: know, so easy to get. The only thing I can think of, if I go full, like, kayfabe, right, and try to explain <laughs> it, the only logic I can think of is that if you were to slam them and then let go and then move and try to get on top of them, that wastes time. Whereas if you do the bridge, you're pinning them straight after the big impact so they have less recovery time that's it that's my only justification that's all i've got
1: i'm just wondering if there's a way though you can still like if you just landed also like on your back and we're holding like wouldn't that be more scary because you have more of your body in contact with the ground to hence the word ground yourself and hold them on the ground it's, just, it's the fact that you're just on Even if they were in a bridge, but with their heel on the ground, like their flat foot. It's when they do the bridge with their pointed feet. Most of the male
0: wrestlers do, like, the flat foot bridge. Yeah, but this
1: one, there was so much, like, ballet dancer on point feet. I'm like, someone get them some slippers, because they also have another calling. Like, I was just... I I just don't quite understand. From a technical standpoint, it doesn't seem like it offers an advantage. It's purely aesthetic, and then that bugs me, because I don't like... I don't, I don't know and the fact that it just happened so many times just highlighted i just kept being able to like h- ask myself yeah if it question. had just
0: been once in the match you'd be like oh that looked cool not very effective but it looked cool yeah but when it keeps happening it's like why are you doing this it's not exactly
1: effective. exactly but yeah so those are i guess my overarching notes
0: so there's Slash one thing thoughts. I wanted to, like I say, we'll come up with, like we'll talk about most of that happens sort of in matches we go through, but there's something that was prominent throughout, but isn't really to do with a match. So I figured I'd ask you about it before we start going over notes, which is there's no commentary. Yeah. What did you think?
1: Uh um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really notice or think about it until right now. <laughs> um. I I didn't mind it, though. Maybe, though, because I figured, like, when we watch some of the Japanese stuff, we have, like, sometimes the commentaries in Japanese. Like, Okada Shibata, the commentary was Japanese, right? I'm not crazy remembering that.
0: Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we watched... There was one we watched, um... CMLL only had Mexican commentary.
1: I swear to God, we've watched some of the Japan stuff we watched, whether it was Okada Shibata, some of the views, or whether it was, um... Or sorry, whether it was o- Omega Okada or Okada Shibata, at least some of them I thought. No, I'm pretty sure Jeopardy's they've all crazy.
0: had English commentary.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't miss it per se, because so I figured the commentary would just be more of oh brutal, oh that looks so bad, oh like just because it did. Oh, so- another
0: match we watched without commentary was the Madison Eagles diana Perazzo match yeah that didn't have commentary right? the only
1: time thing i missed it i missed about it is like i said other than feeling so proud of myself for identifying the one wrath, but clearly not correctly because then i thought all the ones after that looked similar were kreutzrath uh i like my i won't be able to tell you the names of almost anything that happened so i keep saying bridgie thing flippy thing like i do my best my nose to try and describe a bit more in detail so that you'll know what i'm talking about but uh so that would have been a little nice i guess but also i feel like the reason why i didn't miss it they the wrestlers were very expressive and very vocal like not with necessarily words but even just the the noises because it was more than just like screams of pain there was also like noises of surprise noises of like you know the like battle cry and like noises when they're excitement or they think they're doing well like stuff I'm so i'm pretty
0: sure i'm gonna have nightmares about me Itanis pain screams
1: oh my god they were pretty like something
0: that's straight out of a horror film
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um also there's one point i make a note i swear to god uh was it io or mayu i'm gonna find which one but one of them i made a note that like she literally made the face out of the peak the surprise pikachu meme (laughs) one of them picked her up (laughs) and just like the camera happened to catch us a great shot of that face and it just it made me chuckle real hard and all i could think of was the Pikachu
0: but but yeah it's like so my thoughts on it is that it has upsides and downsides not having commentary because like on the upside you do get to hear the wrestlers been very like vocal and it allows them to be more vocal because it's not like stop talking so much you're blocking out the commentary you know what i mean like be as vocal as you want there is no commentary you know So the wrestlers are very loud and you can hear it. You can hear the moves a lot better, you know, like you could hear each one of those kicks, you know, perfectly clearly. Oh my
1: god, yeah.
0: But the main downside to me was, I already know the moves, so that wasn't a downside to me, but I can totally see why it would be to a new viewer. Uh, The main downside to me is that it's like, the match feels a lot more hype when there's commentary. You know, like when it's getting to like these sort of intense moments and stuff like that, having someone there like voice getting more and more excited and stuff like that, like it just sort of like even if you're not paying attention to what they're saying, the the excitement's like contagious. It just sort of pulls you along with it. You know what I mean? Well, it does when it's genuine excitement and not the WWE commentators just going, "Oh, what a move!"
1: Yeah, so I said I didn't miss the the empty commentary the commentary that doesn't really have much substance to it per se but yeah clearly i didn't miss it because i didn't notice until you pointed it out so
0: which you have said every time we've talked about the lack of commentary so that says a lot about most i think you know commentary. what it reminds
1: me of it's like um because again i work in theater and one of the things we'll say about um because one other than stage management a thing i did for a little while was sound design and um some things are obvious so people don't like something um like if they're like oh the lighting looked weird or like the uh costumes look ugly but they also notice when those look great uh sound design you get no comments when it's good or when it's like you know but but then the minute it's like off people are so quick to jump on it and also attribute the the dislike of that to like like it kind of bleeds into all aspects of the show but when it's good you're never going to get reviews the whole point of being a good sound designer is people don't comment on it like you did your job it supported the show and it's like subtle kind of commentary how i only when it's not there i don't notice but for good reasons but then when it is there and it's bad you're just it's so apparent and it's so in your face kind of
0: yeah that makes sense it's it's like do you want to hear one of the most so, I rant on about WWE commentary, but for good mercy, you know, in wrestling, there's a concept called, like, rest holds, which mm-hmm. is that, like, after doing a bunch of intense athletic stuff, you'll just do something, like, you'll put someone in a headlock for a bit so you both get a chance to rest, Right.
1: Well, yeah sorry sorry i thought re- <laughs> it was you waiting oh, for no, an answer no, i sorry, thought you were
0: sorry, gonna sorry. keep going <laughs> no no so does this come like because wrestling's a work you put them in you know like a headlock But obviously it's super light so you both just get a chance to rest right well there was a wwe match once where someone got the other in a headlock and the commentator actually went oh they've put them in a rest hold so that they can catch their breath and it's like you're a fucking idiot dude <laughs> like, you're not meant to address the fact that it's fake you idiot oh my god
1: <laughs> that's too funny that's great
0: so shall we start now that we're yes. like half an hour in and we haven't got to the match yet <laughs> shall we start going over your notes
1: yeah yeah uh so of course there was a little bit of like an interviewee thing before the match where they were talking about it which I liked because, you know, some context. So, but the apparently, so I was a bit unclear. Are they normally, like, partners or a tag team? Or are they just friends because they work together a lot? They, like, travel together for this promotion a lot. Like, clearly, they have a relationship of some kind. But I wasn't 100% sure from the translation, the subtitles, what they meant. I if think you know they're, they're
0: a tag team, but I'm not 100% certain. So.
1: Okay. But then how come they're fighting against each other now? I was a bit uh Because
0: confused. uh Io Shirai holds the major singles title in the promotion. Oh, So, okay. you know, like, although they're friends, they so both that title. So if you are
1: in a tag team, you can also wrestle singles. You don't have to only do the one? Yeah. I never do that. Okay.
0: Like, well, that's how it works. Everywhere but WWE, where... Tag teams are put in their own um, little bubble and can't ever compete in singles matches.
1: Maybe that's why I just didn't realize it was a thing. Because again, yeah, where are it your guys? It goes well, to? like
0: why? Like it makes so much more sense for people to be able to do tag team and singles. Like, why couldn't you do both? You know?
1: Yeah, why not? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then that makes sense, and that makes. I guess that that means like, for those that are regular, consistent fans of the promotion, like that makes some good, some good stakes, some good drama. Like that would make this even more exciting to watch It's kind of cool um and then but then also i was like okay we're going extreme here she's like will we use all our skill and stamina in this war i'm like i thought we were best friends a minute ago now it's a war do we hate each other what's going on um i think it was just either a translation thing or just uh because they have such high regard for each other i guess it's like a so it was like war with a positive connotation i don't know and then I, re- I literally mid-sentence, because I was typing while she's, like, talking. I was like, I was very confident going into this, but oh my god, her nails. Because then she happened to, her hand showed up on screen. She had really, a really funky manicure and had a, a girl moment for a minute there. <laughs> and, and I was there fighting for something called the Red Belt. So is that, is that, like, a big belt or title in this Like Is that, what level of prestige is that, if you know?
0: I like I say I think that's their top singles belt is the red one, but I don't know how much about. Stalin. Okay, like, and they both came in, in
1: wearing a belt. Was that like their tag team belts? Because I would assume they each get one, or were they different things? Well,
0: um, Io came out with the red belt. Oh. I don't know what the belt Mayu came out holding is. Maybe I'd that's assume their, like... since the red one's the big one, it's just like a sort of lower card singles belt.
1: Yeah, maybe. Anyways, it makes sense. And then I was like, this opening music seems so boppy and perky for a wrestling match compared to the things we watched. There was like, you know, electric guitar, like drums and like bass. And it's like just very boomy and epic and like rock metal esque. And this was more like pop EDM. And I was like, well, this is fun. All right. You know? But I felt like there was a lot of music buildup for a long time with nothing happening. Then I wrote, oh wait, never mind, it's just bad camera work. Because there was stuff going on. There were these girls standing in the ring with, like, flowers. And there was stuff going on behind them. Because eventually I could see a spotlight and, like, Mayu would come in. But the camera wasn't showing her for a long time. So... that That was a choice yeah that
0: is one of the prime examples of the sort of sometimes dodgy camera work that went on yeah
1: i was like oh so things are happening you're just choosing not to show it and just choosing to look camera like look at the awkward people standing in the ring waiting for something to happen and then i was like mayu's coming out with cat ears i am so confused and then was also wearing cat ears i'm like are cat ears a thing is this is this part of their like normal or gimmick this is such a like cutesy thing to see in wrestling like oh uh, that's like are you simply logical on youtube or are we wrestlers what's happening here and i was a bit confused and then mayu's outfit because she had this this coat that very much reminded me of like okada's like golden like rainmaker coat it also had like the epaulets which are like those shoulder tassel things on one side it's glittery like his same cut and style um but then she also had like lucha like mexican mask on with the cat ears i'm like there's a lot going on i'm like it feels like if okada went into lucha underground and had a sex change it would be this right now was what i wrote
0: notice that mayu iwatane was a one-winged angel
1: i did that's my next note and then i said the feathers on one side are giving me one-winged angel vibes but i also did just beat Final Fantasy 7 yesterday, or the final boss is one-winged angel Sephiroth. So I wasn't sure if that was just me being like that's on my brain, but it is also a wrestling move made notable by uh, Omega. So she but, literally yeah, just like, she
0: had one angel wing. Like I know. So was, was that like
1: anymore. a intentional nod or tribute or I have like? No idea. I, but either way, I noticed it. Definitely, it was in my notes. And then again, we had just, uh, like, minutes of camera work where I said, what is this camera? We're, like, looking up at her from her feet. It's like, it's like a badly placed, like, one of those pervs in a washroom stall trying to get an upskirt shot with, like, a selfie stick. But he missed the skirt and is just looking at her shoulder. And I was like, what is happening? And for the longest time, and she's just like... Sitting there, like, hyping herself up, you know, like, warming up, bouncing around. And for a while, I thought we might even be missing part of Io's entrance, because it sounded like her music played and things were happening. But we did it. But either way, I was just like, this is a choice. All right, this is... And it's also, it was zoomed in really tight, because all it was was, like, shoulder, a little bit of side, and, like, the side of her face. And I was just very confused by this camera work. And then... Io entered, I'm like, she's also a cat, but, like, a panther, because she has, like, a black cat mask and black ears, and the thing, I'm like, where is this cat theme from? I have so many questions. And it felt kind of, like, cheesy gimmicky, because normally, the, like, their aesthetics aren't super cheesy, but this this is probably one of the cheesier, at least to me, gimmicks, it felt like. Well,
0: at least to take them off before they wrestle, you know?
1: Thank God. I, I don't know if I could have taken it seriously if they're wrestling with, like, little kawaii cat ears on. I don't know. Um and then her
0: does a totally necessary front flip into the ring
1: right yep yep just like vincent's totally necessary gun flip every time he used it in final fantasy um and then i was like her overcoat also has feathers maybe our feathers some sort of a theme because the feathers the one angel wing on mayu's and there's feathers on her robe but also that that like coat robe thing it looked like because it was a very sheer semi-see-through black fabric with the feathers on the sleeves and the feather trim it felt like something you see like the really cheesy like rich trophy wife wear around the house like i don't know it was just making their their whole ensembles entering were just very weird to me not like bad per se but just some very interesting choices i guess but then they took them off and like said their wrestling outfits i've already talked about their actual wrestling outfits preferred my use to io's obviously but io you do you girl you wear what you want to wear uh i would like to wear io's bra thing not the this way the like the little short shorts she wore with the weird cutouts but i would wear that bra and get some sexy underwear with and that'd be some banging lingerie i would do it like she oh, that...
0: is putting a lot of faith in in those fin fin back
1: that too that was my thought i was like dude those could snap so easily like i have i have like when i wear like little slinky strappy things like that because i for those that do not know even you've seen my stream have no idea what i look like i don't have large boobs so i can get away with wearing lots of like weird not very supportive bra things and i've worn things similar and those straps just like walking around my house occasionally a strap will just like snap let alone so I'm like, what has someone done to reinforce that outfit? Cuz those things were solid, and I am very impressed. Um and then also I also have another question cuz like, the whole opening bit is basically just summed up by I have so many questions. There's like why are they getting flowers before the match even starts? I don't so know. So it's like a thanks for being here, but it's like you have to. This is your job. And you challenge I know it, normally and you want to be here. I have
0: a lot of answers for you. <laughs> but i just don't this time <laughs> like i have no i had no idea what was going on either but I was like, is I was this, down.
1: The, this isn't the oscars you didn't win something this is an opening night of a like opera or something like what's happening where what like, normally you give flowers at the end for like competing or if you won but no we're both giving you flowers like some weird participation award off the top when this is your job and the match you both wanted so hey ho um and then they have the whole part where mayu's like oh, like, 30 minutes last time. Because I guess the last time they wrestled was a draw. And she's like, no, I want a for sure winner this time. Like, no time limit. We're going till someone wins. And, like, make it very intense. And Io was like, yeah, all right, got it. And then the match didn't even... Did it even last half an hour? Like, I don't if think it, it did. But I don't think it did. I think it was, like, tw- between 20 and still 30 minutes. It was a cool
0: way to, like, hype up, you know, the match for the crowd and stuff. It was. You know? It
1: just made me chuckle because it was unnecessary in the end in the also, moment though it felt really out, cool
0: shout out to the like little bit of text at the top of the screen that said last time they faced each other it was a draw
1: yes thank you that for was the great context for, like
0: new yeah that was great for new viewers like you know
1: agreed oh i forgot too before that and then and then there was the the whole thing with the streamers and like we've talked about it before because they should, should remember going that's such a dumb idea. Before wrestling, think about the cleanup. You have to get all those out of the ring. And you and I have talked about it before. And you're like, no, they clean them up real fast. But then Japan loves, like, their streamers. It's a thing. But they shot so many, and Mayu, and Mayu starts spinning. Mayu literally mummified herself with the streamers and the ribbons. And she looked like she was in a freaking cocoon. She spun around. And I was like, what was the point of that? What are you doing? miss
0: <laughs> they look cool that's that's the point you of don't them. look
1: cool when you look like you're in a cocoon like what are you trying to do become a cocoon and then evolve into like a butterfree like what's happening
0: here yeah we know. spoke about them before just becomes sort of a fun,
1: that's totally wrong
0: they're just a fun Metapod way for like butterfree. you know anyway. the crowd to like get involved you know they can show support for their favorite wrestler by throwing streamers at them I don't think it was cool. the crowd
1: throwing it. I thought they were launched out of a thing. Because no, it,
0: no, it's totally the crowd. It's, how
1: did they the get that much force behind them? How? Because they, the, those light. Did not, those not did light. not look. But again, I, like I work in, I've seen the confetti cannons, the streamer cannons. I work in events. I've seen them happen. The force. There's no. There's no way. Some of those had to had to have been from machines. They came out so straight and so fast for her to wrap herself. There was no No, arc to a lot of the throw.
0: No, because Io got like way less than Mayu Watani. You know, like way less. Nobody cared about throwing streamers at Io.
1: I'm so confused. get so many questions. Why? Anyway, it's just dumb. I, I I thought the mummification was a bit comedic and odd looking. And again, that's a choice. You do you. I literally, my next thought was Io looks much cooler not being mummified. Just, you know, hitting a power pose and fist in the air as the streamers rain down around her.
0: So from the Stardom subreddit, someone asked this sort of same question, like, is it fans that throw them and stuff like that? Uh, Normally, some wrestlers have a group of hardcore fans that will give the streamers out to the rest of the fans to throw them during their introduction. Mayo has some of the most loyal fans, so she always gets lots of them, but anybody can buy streamers and salute their favourites in that way. So yeah, they're, they're thrown by fans.:
1: Well, then, that is some force. I'm impressed.: And, al- al- and also you'll no- like an-
0: another thing that these people point out is you'll notice that the streamers actually color it correlate with like the color of the wrestler's outfit.
1: which is also why I thought they were a production element from the production team because they were coordinated, not just people buying like you know, colors or something.
0: But yeah, I love them. They they look so cool and they're so fun. Like, they're just fun. You know what I mean? Like, if you were there live, that'd be so fun to do. Just throwing the stream at the wrestler.
1: It is. I just think from... As someone who would be, like, the kind of job I do is I'm on the team who would have to then clean them up afterward at a live event. And you have to do it quickly so they could get to wrestling because it's not at the end of the show. It's at the beginning. That's yeah, what gets me. Could, if it was at the
0: end... Soon as, as soon as Mayu got back to a corner, you just saw a bunch of people climb up and just start ripping them off. of her. Like,
1: yeah, like, in a fury, like, their life depended on it. Just like, it was it was crazy. Like, if you did it at the end of the match, it makes much more sense to me. Um... And then, anyways, my next notes are all about the outfits, which we've talked about. And then the wrestling starts. That's um, so why I, I also I have many notes where it seems at first I was like, oh, the crowd's more vocal for Io," But then they switched to Mayu. But basically, I think the crowd was just there to have a good time, watch some good wrestling. So I didn't feel like there was a, a favorite. It felt like the crowd just kept kind of swaying with whoever was the underdog actually at the time because whoever usually was getting kind of wailed on the crowd you would hear like or, and as if they're trying to like was pick so them small up like
0: and with there been no commentary you could hear individual vocal fans yeah so there's like one guy who kept going Eyo! and you could just hear him super clearly like <laughs> the whole match
1: it did confuse me though because some people said some people were like chanting io i'm like which is it i don't know So I've been saying I O this whole time. If that's wrong, fans, like, don't come at me. I'm sorry. I don't know which way she prefers or which way it's supposed to be.
0: There is a bit you missed in the pre-match, which is the guy holding the belt for photos before the match wearing this dope-ass trilby.
1: Oh, (laughs) yep, totally missed that, not gonna lie.
0: It was literally just some, like, random old dude in a suit with a dope trilby who, like, held the belt between the two wrestlers while, like, pe- the-, the photographers took photos of them. I have no idea what was going on.
1: <laughs> but yeah, then the, like, actual wrestling started. And, of course, like, we see a lot of Japanese wrestling. The beginning was very floor-based, very technical. But they looked very seamless while doing it. Like, they were really smooth about it. And it was just very, it was very pleasing to look at for a long time i'm gonna say uh and then the kicking started and then i'm like oh mayu's kicked it ayo's back made my mouth drop and then she kicked her in the neck and i know it wasn't as bad as it looks but it just looked so bad
0: there was a bit right at the start of the match before they started chain wrestling where they were looking at each other across the ring and they just walked towards each other and like butt heads and you could hear them like slap into each other
1: Oh, like, I'm just gonna go through because they're all in caps and just look at how many times and then we'll go back to an order. So I have that note about the kick. Um, then caps. Oh my god, Mayu stop kicking her face. Neck, please. Oh my god, boob kick. My boobs hurt looking at that. More kicking. This time to the back of the thigh. More of the brutal face kicks. I hurt watching. Don't do it. Um, and then there's other more kicking. I want to change the channel. I don't want to look at this like just so many notes about the kicks because like the forearms and stuff you know looked good but the, the kicks in particular especially so many of the kicks came from while they were airborne and i'm like you can't you can't control your momentum when you're in the air like that's just that's just gravity and physics you just you just do it and the one of them she like jumped in the air and kicked her face when she was against a turnbuckle so she didn't even have anywhere to go backwards to absorb the impact she just like did it and there's it was just, a bit
0: oh. where i am Shemite drop kicked mei on the top of her head
1: like yeah! full-on
0: drop kicked her on the top of her head like what how is no. her neck oh. still in one piece
1: and that was where like the, one of the big areas where they lost star rating i get that it looks real cool but it was just so much it was just a lot and it hurt to watch i feel
0: the need to remind everyone that i did say that japanese women's wrestling was brutal I have been hyping in fact, I brutal. even got
1: a message from James because uh, he asked what we were watching today. I told him, and he said they might be super stiff workers, as in they actually hit each other sometimes. Japan can be like that. So it's a thing. Um, so yeah, then kicking, kicking. Oh, and then said IO catching the next kick was like an anime superhero moment. Just like, well, bam. <laughs> catch and it sounded
0: so cool like it sounded great you could hear her catch it and it's fucking cool
1: yeah and then i just laughed it's like hey look it's like io's playing double dutch and mayu is the jump rope because mayu started doing like irish whip like running back and forth and io's just like leaping over her multiple times in a row like clearing her head and i'm just like damn this is this is a lot. And then she I was like, oh look, now we swapped to gymnastics. Because she started doing like it's a floor routine, like cartwheely front flippy things down the ring to then kick her. And I was like, Jesus. We're just not we're just not holding back. Are we? No, and we're just combining all the sports and all the games.
0: Ayoshirai is ridiculously athletic.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. And then her, I said her yell as she like dove through the ropes onto Mayu was priceless. Overall, their yelling and their sound effects were just great because at times they were very dramatic and very intense. Sometimes they were a bit comedic, but not in a way that, you know, was cheesy or made me like took me out of it, but like a good comedic. Like, some of the, the the noises of, like, shock and surprise are the comedic moments when they're like, mouths open, their eyes are wide, and it was pretty funny.
0: There was a moment in this, uh, before, like, the we went to the outside that I really fucking liked where, like, they'd been kicking each other for a while. Like, it was after the chain kicks, where Mayu started elbowing Ayoshirai over and over and over again, and she, like, pushed her into the ropes by elbowing her. And then Ayoshirai just, like starts walking into the elbows and starts like pushing Mayo back across the ring while getting elbowed in the face yep it was so badass like
1: mm-hmm. uh and then also a thing i liked overall because we're getting they're in the like the the apron they're outside the ring it never felt like they were spending too much time here because a lot of other promotions sometimes it feels like it just feels so long out there, and I'm like, come on, ref, someone like this is ridiculous, it's taking too long, get back in the ring. But it was, like, just the right amount of time. They'd be out there for a while, they'd do them s- some stuff, and then they get back in. One time, IO was almost counted out. She only got back in at the 19, and she tried to get back in earlier, and was, like, so walloped, she, like, fell over and had to try again. But still, it didn't feel prolonged. Which yeah, I liked. like the
0: ref. The ref was very good at starting the count quickly, exactly. and every time he didn't start the count straight away, you could see it was because he was checking on the wrestler yeah. after a big move, like very visibly right in front of the camera. You know what I mean? So, every time he didn't start the count straight away, there was always a good reason for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then my prediction was wrong. So, so early prediction: Mayu wins since Io's having a stronger start, but nope. So. Again, normally, yay, you proving me wrong. I like it. But again, I don't know how I feel about the ending. I we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, they did. Uh, Io kind of wailed on Mayu a bit in the apron. Uh, and then I said, I like that Mayu came up. Because again, rather than lying there for ages, particularly because it was also early on in the match, so it would have felt a bit weird for her to be already jumping right to the, I'm so hurt, I'm so injured, I'm so fatigued, even though she was getting freaking wailed on. Um, I like that Mayu was coming for Io while she was setting up on the ropes. I wrote, and not playing... The like fatigued victim in the apron for long. She's like, No, I'm not gonna let you set up for that. Even like I may be, you know, recovering, but I'm not letting you get that on because it's gonna hurt more kind of thing. And I liked it. And then she leaps onto Io from the ropes into the apron and like turned the tables and it was pretty cool.
0: Another interesting note from Wilder Outside the Ring, which you won't have noticed, but I did, is that uh another now NXT wrestler, Kyrie Sane, is stood on the outside of the ring. Like one of those girls you kept seeing on like the outside of the ring, look, you know, tending to the wrestlers and stuff, was fucking Kyrie Sane, who's now like a. Actually, she's now gone up to her main roster, so she's oh, that's like a cool. WWE wrestler now. But that's yeah, she cool. used to be a stardom wrestler.
1: Then another one of my notes about the, kicking, and I said the camera work has gotten better now that the wrestling has started. And here's my note. Oh my God, Mayu made the Pikachu meme face when Io lifted her and slammed her into the apron mats, going into a bridge because she like picked her up with something. And just see Io like the mouth open into a perfect O, the eyes like kind of widen a bit. And I was like superimpose the Pikachu meme right now. This perfect timing. And then more of the brutal kicking hurts my soul. But we're back in the ring now. Can I have less kicking, please? Next note. And then the boob kick. So clearly it's like nope. They're just gonna they're just gonna go for it. Like, and there was... I have
0: not not noticed. There's like, whenever one of them was down on the floor, the other would literally kick them while they were down. Yeah. They'd just, like, <laughs> kick them in the stomach and in the side Straight or on the back up. or stomp on them. You know what like, I mean? And,
1: just so much. And just, not, like, so proper
0: fake-looking kicks. Like, you know in a lot of promotions when they're doing kicks on the floors, they'll, like, jump with the rubber foot and stomp it onto the mat at the same time so mm-hmm. it sounds like a kick without actually kicking them? not here they just actually kicked each other because why yep. not
1: because because fuck it yolo <laughs> like um and then yeah i said she just threw her down by her neck and then jump kicked her head jesus was my next note um and then there was the one weird camera shot during the wrestling because, like I said, most of it was before. Um, but there was one, it was another one of those up shots, like the guys lying on the floor. But the way the angle was, it just happened to showcase all the cutouts in Io's top. So I was like, oh, we were doing so well. But again, it was just, oh, that was only a one moment. So I'll, I'll let it slide. I'm not going to uh, harp on it, basically. And then in my again, I don't want to watch this. It's brutal with more of the kicking. And then some of the sound effects are making me laugh. And again, I don't know the names of things, but this move where Io grabbed Mayu's legs and twisted as she went down to the floor in a submission was quite cool looking.
0: It's called a dragon screw.
1: That looked cool. And then more kicking! This time to the back of the thigh. I said was between how much more force they put into it and the Japanese reaction noises being better, this is really hard to watch.
0: There was a bit where Mayu did some, like, Great flippy stuff, you know, yeah. like she did like Hurricane Rana and stuff like that. And then Io landed like against the ropes, and Mayu just drop kicked her through the fucking ropes, like <laughs> straight through the middle of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then ouch, Io flew at Mayu in the turnbuckle. That's what we mentioned earlier. I was like, that that looked like it hurt. How do you fake that? You were airborne. You cannot stop your momentum. So that's when that happened that we talked about. And then I said, oh, there's an energy spurt. There's lots of fast acrobatics happening now. It's literally too fast for me to take notes. This is an action movie. Like, they're just move, 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 leap, run, thing. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but it looks cool, basically.
0: There was an amazing moment where... Um mayu tried to go for like a german suplex you know one of the ones where you grab their back and like fling them over your head and io flipped out of it landed on her feet then like rushed to mayu's back and gave her a german instead it was so
1: fancy and then here's where i thought i was about to be really proud of myself another one of those weird bridge submission moves is that a kreutz wrath was it? Do you remember if that's the one time
0: they did it? No, the 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 Kreuzrath one. The way you can tell the Raf from the rest of the bridges shit they did
1: the was that shit.
0: the Raf you start with the person on your shoulders, and you like throw them off yeah. your shoulders. I know that now, and, like, but like
1: catches. I don't remember if this is the time it happened. Do you have, <laughs> have it in your I notes? Are we no roughly idea. at the okay? Because uh, I was gonna be real proud of myself if I managed to so half guess and get it right.
0: <laughs> where it is, where it is on my notes is it's just after. Mayu uh, tries German Io, German suplex Io, and Io flips out of it and lands on a field. This a start, is it. Cool. This is
1: it. Because then my note, right, my note right before Kreutz that was Mayu tried some move holding onto Io, and then Io flipped it and tried the same thing, and it didn't work. So I think I, I, think I did it. I did it.
0: Those and as, nice as usual, when a Kreutz Raff happened, my notes are, in all caps, Io did a fucking Kreutz Raff. Yep.
1: Yeah. My other note, the thing where I mentioned this is also... Maybe this also played into loses out like a quarter star for this. There's so many moments where... It was like a cartoon, because they would stay, they would hold these impossibly uncomfortable or gravity-defying-looking poses before falling out of them, like in Looney Tunes. Like, you know when they, like, they're like they on a bridge, the bridge falls, and they're h- held still in the air for a minute? They look down, they look at the camera, and then they fall? It was like, her legs are up in the air, and they, like, hovered before they came down to the ground. Io was, like, thrown into the ropes, and she was splayed over them with her legs up in the air, held them for a second, and then the legs came down. Like, there were so many of these looney tunes esque moments which looked a bit weird to me and it just felt like cartoony
0: one of my favorite moments of like selling was you know like i said the dragon suplex is sort of one way you like put like it's like a german but before you like throw them you put your arms in front of their arms and then behind the opponent's neck so that their arms are like locked up and can't help them You know what I mean? There was a moment where Mayu did one of them onto the apron. And, like, after after the impact, after she lands it, Ayu obviously, like, flies off the apron to the floor. But, like, Mayu just, like, stays in the bridge on the apron for a while, just out of, like, exhaustion. And then just slowly sort of flops to the side and back into the ring. And it was so cool.
1: Yeah, I know the part you're talking about. Also, around this time, I had a note that it seems like the crowd keeps switching who they're cheering for, but it might have just been because no commentators I could hear individuals. So sometimes you hear the people who are just a bit more vocal for Mayu, sometimes you hear the people who are more vocal for Io. And it, the whole crowd, like the crowd as a unit, wasn't really changing. It was just being able to pick out people, maybe. Um,. Oh my god, I said, the submission Io just got after Mayu punched her in the stomach was the first moment that looked super set up. And the only one the whole time that looked like the the wrestlers telegraphing their moves, like we rehearsed this. I said, you could see Io getting ready to catch Mayu, like the dude in baseball waiting to catch the pitch, whose name I cannot remember right now. The one who's like crow- like squatting on the ground behind the batter. Like you could see her kind of like bend her knees, get down, put her hands out and get ready to catch and then lift her into the next move. So that was just the one moment where I'm like, oh, fourth wall broken. Reality broken for a minute. But that was the only one. The only moment in the whole match I could pick out for that. And there are some promotions, of course, that are much worse for that. So I'm not too mad about it. And then I said, but she regains a bit of my respect for that spin around and through the ropes to kick Mayu. That looked badass. Where she like literally grabbed a rope, went through it, and then spun around 360 and bam, kicked her and then more of the brutal face kicks i hurt and now they're both lying on the ground in pain no surprise there <laughs> oh my god my cat's here no tika my, i'm not like to kick I you say, out I
0: do, I do feel it is important to remind you that i warned you i warned you preemptively that japanese women's wrestling is the stiffest fucking shit in the
1: world Sorry, I had to kick my cat out of the room, dig it up for a minute. But yes, you did warn me. But there's just something about like be, war- having the warning and then seeing it in person, right? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, now we get to the part I don't like. And I, I could just be misremembering. I feel like either we don't see this as much in American promotions, or it's much shorter. We get to the part where they're just like trading forearms and trading punch like just standing still waiting for the next person, going back and forth. Again, it's I've mentioned it before. It reminds me of that a whole bit during Dress Rosa in One Piece with like um Frankie and the the senior senior pink was that his name baby dude i don't know but the part where they're just sitting there taking the hits and having this like pissing contest of who can take more pain and i'm just like why this is so useless you've both been throwing brutal attacks this whole time this is so unneeded stop it (laughs) and i didn't like it that was also one of the parts where i'm like i would immediately change the channel right now if i was watching this on television basically and then I
0: like i've there's a there's a bit there's an amazing match in nxt Between the Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura, where it was Shinsuke Nakamura's first sort of match in the US, right, like his first match for WWE, and overall the match was fucking incredible. But there was this moment in the middle where they were doing back and forth strikes and the crowd was, you know, doing the, Hey, hey, hey. And then it just kept going for ages and eventually just went into, like, all-out brawling, like, just hitting each other over and over again. The crowd's losing their mind and stuff like that. But it goes on for, like, three whole minutes, does this spot, and I'm like... I just... I'm not a fan of them either. I don't... I'm not... Like, I sort of get historically why they exist you know with the idea of that the crowd can like chant when the good guy hits the bad guy and boo when the bad guy hits the good guy but in this day and again. age it feels
1: so and outdated
0: yeah exactly it just feels like it's from a sort of ancient period you know what i mean it don't like exactly. when now it's all about the tv audience and stuff like that and exactly. not so much the live audience it just feels out of place
1: yep and then again, Io got some air after that face kick from Mayu. I literally don't want to watch this. I would change the channel. Written yet again. And then another one of those bridge moves. I don't understand. They look easy to escape. How can you hold them there, nice and firm, when you're on your tippy toes? But we talked about that. This is just when it came up in my head from the match. And then one of the moves I knew—a tombstone from Io. Haven't seen one of those in a while. Was my note. Was that correct? Is that a tombstone? Yeah, you. Yeah, right. learning. <laughs> And I said, but then she missed her flippy move from the top rope. What a shame. After the tombstone, because Mayu just rolled out of it. So she just lands on her stomach. It's like belly flopping in the water, but on the mat, in the rig. <laughs> and so that was Bridgie move, at least number two, because there was a Kreuzfeld earlier than this one. I'm going to start a counter, because I'm telling you, they spam it in my head. I realized they were now all mild variations or different moves, but what it felt like to me. And then I said, Mayu just comes back with another big kick. Ayo seems to do more wrestling and less fighting, so I'm cheering for her. At least in my head, it felt like my perception was more of the just kicks and forearms came from Mayu. And since I was getting so, like, ugh, like, physically in pain watching it, I was like, I want Ayo to win. She does more. And then yet another bridgie move... But this one from Mayu, so that's three, sent Io careening into the apron. They're spraying her with water and the ref is checking on her. She looks pretty dazed. I've never seen that. Was it it just water they're spraying her with? Like misting her?
0: It's meant to be like the sort of cold spray, you know, to like numb the sore areas and stuff like that. Works sort of like an ice pack, but it's a spray.
1: That seems almost like a terrible idea because you'll just keep wrestling through the pain and make it worse because you don't feel it hurting well, and you let them keep going
0: they use them in legit sports you know like for you know to you know like in the same way you would an ice pack but these bottles are just a work they are just like water sprays but that's what it's meant to be you know oh okay. it's once again a work
1: you know? okay so <laughs> i thought i figured okay. it was just water because even though that makes it at least just for like to feel a little refreshed or even just like yeah. the placebo effect from yeah, having so that it's, it's not
0: it's not actually ice spray but that's what it's meant to be you know what i mean mimic, it's meant yeah. to be cold spray
1: okay Fair, fair. And then I said, uh, in the words of Matt Mercer, Io's looking pretty rough. <laughs> like This is where she tried to get back in the ring and she like failed the first time. She just like kind of collapsed. And um, this is the part where I started to be like, I don't know how I feel about this ending. Because we see her literally almost fail to get back in the ring. Her acting, she's looking rough she is looking in pain she's had the ref checking out she had people spraying her with that spray she all like almost got to the 20 count but then all of a sudden this burst of energy happens and then she kicks out of like two more bridgie moves and something else and i'm like jesus woman where did you find this reserve how did you go from literally i didn't know if you'd make it back in the ring to now just a bunch of shit happened she kicks out of many what could be finishing moves and look big enough to be finishing and then eventually io wins and one one thing i I don't know if i believe it basically i don't know if i buy into it
0: one thing i really did like about that bit where she you know got in just before the 20 count was that mayu was straight back on top of her like Maya didn't like you know look like oh my god how did she get back yeah. in the rope like that she was like oh you got back in the ring time to get back to kicking your ass
1: yeah exactly so I appreciated that so yeah we were already at three with the bridgie count so then we get to four there's like I said another bridgie thing Io kicks out looking exhausted I'm confused I feel like her bit on the apron was way oversold to kick out of both that and then kick out of being landed on from the top rope and then god they love this bridgie thing number five but she kicks out again for fuck's sake Io and sh- like Io should have stayed out of the ring she's looking bad or should she now io does the bridge move to mayu but can't follow through and hold her down so that's six now she's doing it again seven and mayu kicks out again my next one is i'm bored of this do something else because we're now up to seven times we've done this move four of which in the last like minute and then now she lands her backflip from the top rope on mayu and that's how she gets the win so at least i'm glad she did something that wasn't that didn't result in a bridge to get the the win and so yeah that's why i was confused about the ending because i felt like the ending got really repetitive and i don't know if i believe the way they sold it basically but i like who won because i wanted io to win basically she won
0: with a cool last move
1: yeah and then i liked their also their bit at the end was also confusing because i like the respectfulness because they mentioned before the match they have like a strong friendship or relationship so it makes sense that they're gonna have this respectful amicable exchange but then the comment where she's like you're like my little sister i'm like well that's really i'm picturing beating the shit out of your little sister like that's really weird this is really weird to think about because they were going at it
0: as we've already learned wrestlers are not human so (laughs) yeah
1: so and I said, the belt looks really cool i like the star and again it's convenient um io1 because the belt goes much better with io's outfit than it does with Mayu's outfit because it's red so <laughs> yeah those are all my notes but do you see what i mean why i'm like i don't know how i feel about that
0: yeah dude. i can i can see that like they, the multiple bridging moves didn't annoy me as much for two reasons like one they varied it Slightly. Like, not enough to really save it, but, you know, at least it did do something slightly different with and see, it. I just
1: couldn't see yeah, any of the yeah. variations because I'm not knowledgeable enough.
0: So. And the other thing is that Mayu's normal finisher is like a bridging dragon suplex. So that's part of why they were doing so many of them was playing into the fact that, like, one of her, her finisher is like a variant of that. It's slightly different to all the ones they did, but there is, like, a moment in the match where she, like, tries to get Io in it, and she gets very close, but Io gets out. Io gets out. And then Io gets her in one and tries to do it back to her and stuff. So one of the reasons they did so many were, were, were playing into what Mayu's finisher is. But I do agree they did way too many similar-looking things in the match. You know what I mean? Like, they did way too many of them when, like, even though they did small differences, like, they were technically different suplexes and stuff, for all intents and purposes they looked you know identical like
1: okay yeah
0: so i do agree i think that's a fair criticism that they did too many of that move especially too sort of close together you know yeah it's
1: also not just that they did a lot of them they literally did at the end there they did seven total that i counted and at least three if not four of them were practically back to back (laughs) like it was a lot but yeah so there's some stuff i loved some stuff i didn't like and overall, I think the biggest thing that made it lose stars is, like I said, there are multiple times where my thought was, if I'd been watching this on television and, like, you know, flipping through, if I just wanted to watch some wrestling, it wasn't, like, something I was knowledgeable about and I hadn't, like, you know, to pay extra to watch it, I would have changed the channel because it was just too much to watch and I had phantom pain watching it.
0: Yeah, and, you know, that's, that's fair. Like, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I sort of love like really stiff strikes like this. I love this sort of shit. Like that's why I love it. I like so the much, stiff strikes. But... I've
1: commented on it, but I feel like when they're used not even sparingly, but just when they're like like peppered in to the match, you know? But this just felt like it was happening so much like all the time.
0: And especially one of the things I really like is sort of how New Japan does it with Shibata, where He's, like, the one guy in the promotion who sort of, like, you know, does that. Like, they all do somewhat stiff strikes in New Japan. You know, to do a lot stiffer than, like, any Western promotion. But then, like, Shibata takes it up another level and it makes him stand out. Like, it's his style and it makes him unique. Whereas if everyone in the promotion does it, it sort of starts to lose its effect. You know what I mean? It becomes the norm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you mean. But uh, yeah, that's But yeah, like that's 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 my I do agree that like (laughs) if you
0: do softer strikes most of the time, you can allow for awesome moments where someone just hits a particular loud, stiff strike and it like the crowd erupts when that happens, you know what I mean? Because it's so not what they've just been watching for like the past twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, cause that's a thing too. Like the, there are still softer ones that just cause they're softer. I'm not like disbelieving them or I'm not not buying into them. If that makes sense, uh, this one was just, and like also just so many of them came while they were airborne as well. I think that's part of what really made it so. Over there are multiple kicks delivered while flying through the air. I was just like, uh ow,
0: like um. I sent you like um a video. I don't know if you ever watched it, but of like Will Osprey chopping Okada. Did you ever watch that, that I sent you?
1: Um I think so. It raises It sounds
0: like a gunshot. It's so yeah. <laughs> so, so loud. Yeah, and the thing sure. about that is it was just a chop. But because like like, obviously, it was New Japan, so the rest of the match was, you know, somewhat stiff. It's New Japan match. But, like, chop was so much above and beyond all the other stuff that had happened in the match that they got, like, a good couple of minutes emotion and storytelling out of that one strike. You know, because it was so loud and so explosive... That, like, Okada sold it like death. Like, he just dropped to his knees and, like, crawled over to the corner, clutching his chest and coughing. You know, like, Osprey was, like, bragging about it. The crowd was, like, losing their minds. And it's like, that's what you can do if you use stiffer strikes sparingly. You know what I mean? You can actually turn them into a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. For sure. But, yeah. So this isn't we have more Japanese women's like this wasn't the only one cuz we're watching multiple other probably. Well or we was said this? We'd, we said we'd,
0: we said we'd see how it went.
1: Okay. Like, just because I was all like, "Oh, it's so brutal. I wanted to like change the channel like if you want to watch more." I'm not this isn't me I saying mean, I don't want to watch any more Japanese women's wrestling. I can't do it. I mean, but, it's
0: all going to be super stiff. So yeah. <laughs> you know if you want to just move on, like we can do, because, you know, we've, like I say, we've spent way longer on women's wrestling than we ever Yeah, I'd say, men's. unless
1: there's any particular matches you really want to show me, in that maybe you think it's like, there's something spectacular about this one that you think would outweigh my, maybe that like visceral really. gut Star- reaction. Star- I don't Stardom's have, the...
0: like by far the sort of biggest promoter. You know what I mean? Like the others aren't even that
1: sort okay. of close, you know? What then mean? yeah, like, I think we can move on because of there's other stuff you yeah. really want to get to as well. So. Yeah, so And we have that, that special episode that will come in December yeah. at some point.
0: Yeah, that we won't talk about yet, but we no, will just use people. No, but
1: listeners, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, get excited, because we have something very cool potentially planned for you, and we're working on it.
0: But yeah, so obviously next up is Tag Team Wrestling.
1: Oh boy.
0: Uh, which I want to start with PWG, because... I love PWG and I want to show you a fair representation of PWG because the singles match I showed you wasn't it. And where PWG really excels is the flippy athletic stuff. And their tag team match I want to show you is very flippy, very fast paced and very athletic. Um, But before we move on to tag team wrestling, between each segment, we always watch a feud through. You know, it's what we do.
1: Wait, sorry, can you repeat that? My my headphones did a weird thing for a minute.
0: Sure. So,
1: <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we want to move on to tag team wrestling, starting yeah, with Yeah, I got PWD, that part. But yeah. before we move on, like we did when we moved from singles to women's singles, or women's matches, I guess, we need to watch through a feud.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Like we did, you know, with the Okada Omega stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any... Like I doubt you will, but do you have any like ideas in mind? Cuz I have well, an idea. Well, the
1: only mine, the only tag team I really know I don't have about to be a tag team
0: because it's um, just a feud, you know, so oh. you get an idea of how feuds evolve. Over oh, just so a far. feud. Yeah. Um
1: okay. Um maybe I can just list off some wrestlers maybe that I enjoyed watching I and mean, but the thing is We've done like I loved all the so far all my favorite things to watch were everything with o- Okada Omega, that was really good. But we've done that. Obviously. There is a really good um,
0: feud that I I uh, like I'd put forward, which is uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Chumper, which is in NXT. Okay,
1: uh,
0: they have a really really good feud. They had a really good feud, and.
1: The other thing, if if there's any decent feud matches you know of um, with, I know it's WWE, but with Jericho, just because I hear a lot about him because he is my boyfriend's favorite wrestler, but I've never seen him wrestle. So he actually I, I'm has. intrigued.
0: He has an amazing feud going at the moment with Cody Rhodes in All Elite Wrestling. Oh. The new promotion that's tied up. But the thing about that is the way aew does their storytelling is you know how wwe will just have wrestlers wrestle each other like seven times and then be like they're gonna (laughs) wrestle again on pay-per-view guys make sure you buy the pay-per-view to watch them wrestle an eighth time and you're like but why though like why would i spend money i've already seen it seven times right the way aew does it is that like jericho had matches with other people Cody Rhodes had matches with other people, but they kept interacting with each other and they kept okay. building this feud up without wrestling each other. You know what I mean? Like like Jericho would have a match against like Cody's brother and would beat the shit out of him and stuff. Cody would be having a match and Jericho would like go into the audience and start blowing air horns and stuff. Like they built the feud up without actually wrestling each other. So when they finally did get to wrestle each other on the pay-per-view for the title, it mattered. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted to see it. You hadn't ever seen it before, and you wanted to see it. So, yeah, that makes sense. although that's really good for storytelling reasons and gets you really invested in stuff and makes that one match that happens mean a lot more, it makes it a lot harder to sort of watch through the feud because, like... Does they only wrestle each other one time you know
1: yeah no I see what you mean the the difficulty there well I leave it up to you I will watch whatever you decide I, I would love to get to AEW at some point I just don't know what the natural time to watch it is because it does seem to be the best potential challenger for WWE's like dominance and supremacy in this entertainment like type so
0: i mean i could try my best to come up with a way for us to, but thing, to i also view, don't know but, how uh, we'd watch
1: it without because i like i'm assuming yeah obviously neither of us have the money to pay to, to watch that right now so. do,
0: what we could do is instead of a feud we could watch a tournament because it's still a series of matches okay. that like okay. lead to each other and have story yeah. interlacing between them. You know what I mean? But, you yeah, know, it's still sure. progress over time, but it's just in a different way. Because AEW to decide who their first ever tag team champions would going to be, had a tag team tournament. So, we could do that. That
1: sounds that sounds intriguing. I I'm down for that.
0: So, yeah, we could do that. We could watch through their tag team tournament one match at a time to start off tag team wrestling.
1: That sounds like a pretty hype way to start that off. I'm down.
0: Sweet. We'll do that then.
1: Score. Score.
0: So, we have a plan. We'll watch the AEW tag team tournament, then move on to PWG. Um, at some point as well, I do want to show you... Um. Probably when we get to, like, the open section where we can just watch whatever. uh, WWE once did, you know, I've told you about it, like, they did, a like, a women's wrestling tournament called, like, the Mae Young Classic. It's super cool. Um,
1: Yeah, I remember you mentioning that.
0: The only problem with that is it's in WWE, so the actual, like, wrestling in the tournament is super, super toned down and, like, basic. And it's kind of hard to watch when you're an experienced wrestling fan. You know what I mean? Just yeah. knowing that you could be watching these same women's wrestlers just doing way yeah. cooler shit anywhere else, like you've been watching them on the Indies for the last five years doing really cool shit, and then they're in a WWE ring trading headlocks. It's like, oh, great, cool. But yeah, we'll move on to tag team wrestling then. This was a long ass episode.
1: I had a lot of opinions. <laughs> you did, and a, you lot, had a lot of lot questions.
0: Of <laughs> i really enjoyed that much i liked watching them kick the shit yeah like,
1: each other. it's one of those like i still enjoyed watching it for the sake of the podcast because i knew that we'd have a lot to talk about like just if i would just been watching it for fun like i said i wanted to like look away and change channel and stuff but for the sake of the podcast i still enjoyed watching it and like i said the wrestlers themselves still have lots of personality and lots of talent and had some really good moments as well
0: and boy can they kick But yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. And um, like I say, keep an eye out for the next episodes whenever they are and keep an eye out for <laughs> a special episode, if slash when that comes to be. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the podcast and keep up to date with it by following it on Twitter at MAM Wrestling. You can follow Laura on Twitter, K 483 You can follow on Twitch under the same name and you can follow mm-hmm. me on Twitch at Hanzo Kurosawa. If you have any questions, yep. you have any feedback, you'd like to guest on an episode, anything like that, just hit us up on the Twitter and we'll get back to you. And we'll yeah. if you send us a question, we'll probably answer it on an episode yeah. because if that's we ever, way cooler than giving you a generic oh, Twitter yeah. response.
1: Yeah, if we ever got enough questions, it'd be really fun to do a whole episode devoted to like Q and A's. Uh, but obviously I think that'll take time to yeah, get yeah, to well, that point to or to accumulate enough, yeah. <laughs> But it would be pretty cool.
0: Shout out to the uh, listeners. You know, thank you all for listening. Thank you for giving our podcast, you know, your precious, precious time. And we really appreciate it. And we'll see you all next episode.
1: Bye.